Let's see you in the studio with me today in the order of being in the order of being next stocks. It is our British correspondent and footballing anorak. Eddie Kennedy. Good morning, listeners. From Congleton Cheshire, the very side back town, as known as What's it? Their town. For what reason? Because it was the town once had a bath. Syndicalist and all around human shield, <laughs> Nick Stocks. 
Or today on the show, today on the show, it's it's a sad show. We bid adieu to we bid adieu to Mr. Nick Stocks. Who's going on to? I was going to say greener pastures, but that's not the case at all. In fact, markedly drier pastures, a little bit more desertish. Yeah, returning to your home in Pocatello, yes, which I believe is Italian for in the middle of Idaho. That's <laughs> right. Is it is it, is it is it an Italian name, Nick? No, it's. Uh, Oh, it's, what does it mean? Do you know? Uh, it was the name of one of the chiefs that um, we bought a lot of our land from. At a discount price, is no doubt. For cheap money. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you get a good deal. Those natives, of course, the storied tradition, beautiful history, not the best business sense traditionally. I believe that uh, New York was sold to the Dutch. Right, it was. And, and what was the price? Do you know what the rate was on that? A no, couple bucks. Oh, yeah, I really think it literally was. Really cheap. Yeah. Um, ouch. Uh, so, yeah, so Nick is, Nick is moving on. And uh, well, today we'll be celebrating um, his life, the life and times of Nick Stocks uh, in a number of ways. Uh, in addition, um, in addition, we'll have, oh, I didn't even mention him, but Kevin Meek will be in the studio today to break, to give us a, a, a tactical analysis of potentially the, the Milan and, and Manchester United game. That might happen. Might happen. I'll be showing up on ESPN, No, that's right. No, no, he's going to go back this last oh, game. The first like. Yeah, and, and help us out, because all I know how to do is be enthusiastic about it. <laughs> I don't necessarily know actually what's going on, really. Oh, I did learn this last week how to kick a ball properly. Pitching when you're in step. Oh, yeah. Pitching when you're in step and not totally big. Yeah, or, or, or just, uh, I've been, I was uh, strangling it a lot. Strangling, <laughs> not the only ball I've strangled before. I, that's not small, it's on the medical show again. Yeah, I think there are a couple of those in this station. Uh, okay, so we're doing that. We're saying, saying goodbye to Nick. We're uh, costing him a little bit. We're inviting Kevin Meek into the show, and plus we have some fantastic emails, which we'll get to periodically throughout the show. And in fact, if to suggest that there would be any rhyme or reason to the way we're going to approach those would be to lie directly to the uh, the faces of the people who are listening right now. Uh, Pajale for last show, I didn't really want to... Well, I do want to... Not uh, a couple things. Maybe you guys have some um, additions to this, but it, first I want to, I want to celebrate... Frank's use of the words integrated slip from that show. Frank, uh, my mom, I don't know what, what my mom was thinking, but she all, all the only thing she talked about was the male I think this session last time might have taken a, a wrong direction. <laughs> You're probably absolutely right for that. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, what, 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 what made my mom do it, but I do know that, that apart from the show, she's a disgusting woman. Uh, I mean, I love her, but she uh, she has the mouth of a sailor in a, in a particularly wretched sailor. Right? Wow. She would not be on the show today. These are strong words. <laughs> well, uh, you should hear some of the things that she says from. So you're excluded her? No, I'm not excluded her. No, in fact... Um, well, this is going to be, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I wanted to, again, I wanted to celebrate for your use of the words integrated slip. It really made a show. I was doing it. It really made a show. Yeah, he did. He did. Like, listen to it. He did. 
Uh, Nick would, of course, be the rest of us for the big finale today. Uh, Eddie, I want to celebrate your use of uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's great term, squeaky old time. <laughs> That's right. And the uh, and actually, I heard James Richardson on the football, the, the podcast for The Guardian. He said, when the bum squeakier than a rubber duck's. Why do you know? So it's not just me. No, I'm sorry. It's not the fact of trips. I know that's the one true thing you said all year. You might want to think about those three books. It's not true. You say it's not the truth. Yeah, that's right. We just, we're just not, we Americans aren't prepared to accept it, I think. Oh, yes. In terms of shout-outs, I would like to, I would like to extend a shout-out to the husband of my mother, Carl Young, not the psychologist. A different Carl Young, uh, who, uh, and this is the reason my mom is missing this week, is that Carl Young is uh, getting something, his L5 vertebrae, does that mean anything to me? Some sort of disc in there? Yeah, he's getting it, uh, you know, he's going in for some maintenance or whatever. I don't know what you say about it. Okay, maybe not. I changed. Yeah, except this is a shot in his place. Now, Nick, Nick, you have a bad back. I certainly do. You're crying like about it periodically. Yeah, it happens. So you're making grunting noises. Yeah. Um, but suffer from the same thing that I did as well, right? He, he does. But he has discs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what is, uh, what vertebrae is it for you? Do you I have no idea. Somewhere in the back it's part? Just, yeah, my lower back somewhere. Basically, in my right part. Well, your back doesn't hurt, your left leg hurts. Because it's a good thing. It's sciatic. It's sciatic. My mom's not sciatic. I'm not going to tell her.
trying to find the newspaper, but I haven't read it. That's the whole point. I have so I have it. I can find it. I'll try to zoom in here tonight. Oh, you find it? Yeah. I find it. Online? Yeah. That was nuts, man. Yeah. We have a dialogue, too. It probably took you three hours just to not find it. Anyway, he addresses a huge subject in modern football. So that's it. That's homework. That's a homework assignment. Okay, from? Homework. Yeah. Homework. I should have down this bag and just mention the word. Yeah, homework for you, Frank. Yeah, sorry about that. So, so read David James' comments. We'll do that, Tony. Again, I apologize for not, we're not, but we're not professionals in any sense of the word. Why don't they email me? Email me, that's the link. Oh, like a link? Yeah. Yeah, well, see, Tony, we're not going to do all the work. <laughs> you sound up with fire. <laughs> there's a, there's a Kevin Meek in the lobby there. Get, can someone get him situated? You need to share a mic. You need to get a chair, Kevin. All right, he says, second, what's the consensus regarding the CONCACAF Champions Cup and the FIFA World Cup of Clubs? There's no media coverage for the Champions Cup, which is the one in the North and Central America. It's been so long, folks. Yeah, there has. We'll talk about that next week, too, how about it? I'm trying to give a voice to him. And third, finally, what's with the Chelsea fans throwing celery at the opposition? If you haven't seen the footage... If you haven't seen the footage, Seller was thrown in the pitch at the Carling Cup final against Arsenal, and then Brad Friedel turned Chelsea's up at the with Blackburn. Do you actually know there's some it's an old tradition that they have? It's an old tradition, yeah. But I don't know the full ones and where about something. Um, what's nice about celery, though, is you actually lose calories eating it. Yeah, it's very healthy. I don't know if that's relevant at any level. Eating it must throw it. I don't think they eat it and throw it. Huh? Regurgitating it. All right, I would like to welcome to the show Kevin Meek. Kevin? Hello. Hey, Kevin, you got to get closer to the microphone. I'm right here. Yeah, I see that. No, well, can you just put that in a more reasonable position for both of you to use? <laughs> now, this is the one problem that I'll tell our audience is that Kevin and Nick are using the same microphone. And it's a problem because Nick has sort of a, Nick is a little more soft-spoken. Kevin can't control the volume of his voice. No, no volume control. That's so, yeah, so, you, so Nick, you guys should invert Nick. You should be sort of, although maybe you're just not going to talk. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So, uh, and, and Kevin, we introduced you. To, um, well, why don't I have a, an introduction for you? But I would say all around the sporting gentleman. Oh, yes. And, uh, and, and Kevin, uh, the human hangover, maybe. Yes. I've known the show before. For that. Kevin is one of the few people who, who, uh, who can drink his weight in, in, in malted liquors. I only tried last night. So you did have a workout. story, too, is that last Monday, no, last Wednesday, uh, I was called in for jury duty, and so was Kevin Meek. <laughs> and I, the chances of that. I don't know, but we spent a lot of time, Kevin was perfecting his role as the human hangover, and we were watching, we watched three episodes of the Today Show. They excused about three quarters of the jurors, of the jurors, potential jurors, me included, not Kevin. Not, not me. And how late did you stay there until Kevin? I was there until three o'clock. <laughs> Supposed to be full of the defendant's peers, but you are a peer to no one. I'm 
Association with guilt and violence. It is triggered to describe the triggering of ideas, new ways of thought, different ways of being, and courageous ways of seeing ourselves in our role in society and in the world. Trigger Radio is a forum to celebrate our rebellious spirits, our dedication to struggle, and our commitment to bridging gaps within and between our communities, and to open and continue dialogue across generations. Trigger, grassroots intellectual dialogue that inspires thought into action and ideas into motion.
it's the ugly reaction of like none of the thing, right? And that, that's the Cruyff, you say? The that's Cruyff. the Cruyff, yes. And I have a funny thing, just read about the country back more. I said, well, Cruyff was a better player, but I won a World Cup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, so I guess those Dutch teams, it was more the Ajax teams that won the Ajax from the European Cup, so yeah, it's going quite a few times. And, that, and I learned that from that Champions League video, which Nick and I have watched. Yes, you know, it's borrowed, but it is, it takes some endurance. It's really a marathon. It's a marathon. There's no pretense of your documentary style. It's like, here's the 1956 Champions League. Yeah, here's the 1957 European Yeah, that's right. But it does take, I was looking for maybe a little more rhetoric, a little less logic, if that was possible. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but what, one thing we are talking about today is we're celebrating life in times of Nick stocks. And Nick, I, I, yeah, yeah, Nick, <laughs> Nick, I want to ask you a question. Um, and you feel free, anyone else, to, to, to join in because I don't have much to, to ask. Uh, but Nick, I want to ask you guys: what, what do you think? What do you think it will be? What do you want uh, your enduring legacy to be for Gold the Soccer Show? Do, do you have a whatever it is? I'll be happy with it. <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> sure. As long as you care, you're, you're as, long as, I, as long as I'm remembered. Oh, you will be. Yeah, you'll be remembered as soon as next week when when Eddie and Frank are sitting next to each other and without you in between. Because uh, that sounds like a lot of violence. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of violence. Yeah, there is a lot of violence. <laughs> it was, uh, we, we, we forgot uh, the slot outside the lobby, the, the wonderful sculpture. Oh, yeah. you go get it from? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 we got the sculpture in this place. You can buy without that sculpture. What is a good part of that sculpture? So, so, you, so you don't necessarily know. Because we have referred to alternate I have as the, as the center back of, of the Golden Soccer Show. Yeah, solid. Solid, you solid, solid presence, right? Yeah, it was the back Exactly right, yeah. What is Oh, you didn't see this, Kevin? It's being introduced to the... Uh, yeah, to the sculpture there. Uh, this has been a, this has been a soccer shop fixture. My mom gave it. She sent it into the mail. And, and it looked like it was weird fan mail. It was wrapped in this thing that said soccer stalker. So that's a very um, carefully um, crafted masterpiece of uh, art. Uh, exploring uh, the role of, of soccer, and um, actually, this is going in the future, probably in between, right? Well, in between. Um, yeah, yeah. There's two players who are jockeying for the ball, right? And that's what the, that's what the, the show will look like. That'll be fun. I don't know which one it's from. Probably the one with the flowy hair. Yeah, and there was Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, there's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> They're both going for the ball, but. Uh, but yeah, no, normally uh, Nick would be in between them to yeah. break up the violence. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is this is the future. This is the future. This, this is a, this is a, it's an evil specter of the future. Hey, sorry, we're not talking about soccer. The future are these two. This future is this too. Well, well, Eddie, because Eddie and Frank they don't get along too well because Frank in particular seems to like to bait Eddie, especially in matters in matters European. It doesn't seem uh, like it would be too difficult. Or no, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'd like to mention, for example, that... Um, do you guys ever get tinnitus? Because I have a pair of tinnitus. I can't hear anything, but I basically you can hear it. Sorry. They, 
they're terrible to each other. Uh, Frank likes to mention a couple things. One of them is Germany's soccer success, which Eddie is forced to concede. You can't deny penalty kick success. And the thing that, to which Eddie is a little bit more sensitive and which Frank needs to shut up about is is the 40s. Because no one wants to talk about the 40s. It's not good for anyone. I'm talking about the 1940s, not the age, not the age that... Because he's full of his faults. Yeah, yeah. How old are you from? Because you don't look a day over 19. You're 41. I'm 41. So, I mean, I'm not facing the 40s. I'm in the 40s. I feel like a 40. We're happy for you. And now... I'm thinking after World War Soccer history, because Germany had to make up for what they did. So, and the soccer world. So, I was just, I'm just promoting this. That's what you're promoting. Wow, this soccer success was an apology to the world. So, so, as Nick leaves the show, there will be more of this, and it's going to be a serious problem. Uh, the other thing, Nick, I want to ask you too. Uh, now, you've always been a fan of soccer. Yeah, obviously, you, you played it as a high schooler. Yeah, right. Um, and that's always the best remembering, you know, things. people, people, events. Right. You're like you're you're, you're like uh, Kevin on the on the Monday morning. Something. Yes. In a beautiful way, Kevin. See, <laughs> see, I blacked out there for a second. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm wondering. Uh, you, you've spent the last. As, as we live together, um, watching a lot of soccer. Yeah, quite a bit. And I was wondering, maybe reflect briefly on that. Do, do you, is that something you're going to be able to continue? Are you happy that you've been able to do it? It's going to be a struggle to be able to watch as much soccer as I do, especially um, the soccer video game. I'm not going to be able to watch it at <laughs> all. Oh, I know. I sort of get the video game sometimes mixed up with the actual real soccer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's when the, the real, what, which when you ask yourself, what is reality? Yeah, and I, and I, and I wonder when. Barcelona will play Bruce Jerome. Oh, I know. But you actually saw Barcelona. You, you enjoy watching Barcelona. I do. And you watched their game yesterday. Yeah, part of it. But yeah. it'll be, you know, it'll be a struggle to watch as much soccer as we do at the house. Yeah. Have you enjoyed watching that much soccer? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, for the most part. And you like it. You like the sport, Joe. It's the sport of the people. It is the sport of the people. And you I like, like the history of the sport of the people. Yeah. Like the history of the people and the sport of the people. <laughs> you can go on that route. You just... You have it, Zen. Okay. Is there anything else we should? I, think, I thought we would have some prank calls. We might continue to have some prank calls. But, uh, all right, throughout the rest of the show. All right. Well, that's fine. Um, that might be a good time to turn. Well, first of all, I want to give you this song to end in the. That's uh, going to be. This, this song reminds me of you. You know this? The radio. I was playing these boots were made for walking. Yeah. If you were in your headphones like your like a good radio personality is supposed to, then you would have known. Uh, I apologize, America and beyond. Um, uh, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have any more opportunities to just wear stuff. But uh, that brings me to Arthur's email. Like a Arthur. He says, Oh, I never expected. Nick to leave, actually. <laughs> it sounds so cute and sad at the same time. 
uh, is it okay if I ask why? If it's personal, then it's fine. Otherwise, a really good explanation, or at least some explanation, should be required because always, he's always had something important to add to the show, even if it's not directly linked to soccer. He's the rock that you used to hold down your blanket when, when picnicking on, the, on a windy day. Yeah. I think he embraced you. Yeah. Well, I guess this could kind of move with me now. He saw Arsenal versus Fulham, Chelsea Bilton, and LA versus Chivas USA. Um, and I would like to talk about LA versus Chivas USA in a little bit. He says about Chelsea Bolton, 2 2 draw, and Chelsea could say goodbye to their hopes for the third straight championship. So much for the excitement of the May 9th game with Man U. I think Chelsea learned an important lesson. Spending money doesn't always guarantee a championship. I could somehow respect Chelsea when teams like Liverpool, Manchester United, and Arsenal try to grow their young players in the champions. I know they spent a lot of money on players. But at least, um, oh, Arsenal does. They spent they spent uh, ten million pounds on Henri. But at least uh, because of, it's mostly because of good scouting. Maybe Chelsea does do scouting and sees their method only while looking at the stat sheet and deciding to buy the player with the most goals. Balak and Shevchenko have obviously proved my point. One of the reasons why I like Arsenal so much is because they play their young players. That's a fair comment. Fair comment. As always with Arthur. No BS present in that young man. Let's talk about Arsenal Fulham uh, because he has a huge crush on Arsenal. I think that's been pretty obvious. Seeing as last week he suggested that Freddie Lundberg be one of the best players, the best looking players in soccer, which is not true. Is, is Lundberg in California? No. Yes, he is. He just always looks like a scary man to me. Well, we don't get those in the United States. <laughs> well, that is a discount my point, but <laughs> okay. Um, and, the, uh, and finally, he talks about Shavas USA, but what I would like to do, the reason why we've invented Kevin, we've invented Kevin, <laughs> and I have no intro music for you, Kevin, because you're the man who needs no introduction, and also because I was too lazy to find music for you, is uh, that you, you're an actual soccer coach. Yeah, in fact, I you, you signed up for that one. Yeah, in fact, I coached all Saturday. I had uh, five games this Saturday. You coached five games? Yeah, at Endicott University. Endicott, which is in the... It's like on the ocean. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I see the ocean. That's the, that's the place where I almost got to teach Nick, except they didn't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> so, sort of almost. Yes, that, um, yeah, Beverly's definitely nice. Beverly nice. And... Uh, so you, 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 uh, well, we have you here because uh, you are licensed. Are you licensed at some level? Yeah, I am a C license, uh, and I'm working on my national coaching diploma from CAC this summer. Good. Yeah, you're a smart man. I mean, when you start. But, but I, what I assigned you the task of doing uh, maybe months ago, but finally you've completed this assignment, is to watch a game and to, uh, to develop a tactical breakdown. Uh, uh, well, yeah. And one game that, that in particular that everyone might have a better chance of knowing about is the, the Champions League games from this past week. Posting the NU versus, uh, versus AC Milan and Liverpool Chelsea. Yeah, I, I uh, really focused mainly on the menu game. Because you didn't watch the other one? Uh, yeah, I got caught up in Tip Cup and I, I couldn't get to the Liverpool game. <laughs> what is Tip Cup? Oh, that's a whole different game. <laughs> I can give you a tactical breakdown of that. But, uh, <laughs> Some level is forced to comment on this game because. <laughs> uh, 
She is a Manchester United supporter. Was I supposed to leave this and get something there?
What do you think there? Well, it would depend on how they play that in the midfield. If they play just sort of strictly an offensive and defensive central mid, then sometimes it becomes almost more defensive because they'll, they'll sort of uh, anchor the central, the, the defensive central midfielder even further back to make it almost five at defense. You might just play some point out of the five across the back and go four, one, three. Right. It's, it's like this, like a math lesson. Yeah, exactly. It does. It has a total math lesson. It all depends on what players you've got on a defensive line. So where you've got like a defensive midfielder, it's a sideway chance you play sometimes. Yeah. So I have one defense like here, you've got SM. Huge and aggressive. Yeah. And you can actually eat small bit children. <laughs> small children. <laughs> uh, well, because I noticed also um, one thing that the, the, I was watching the Revs game yesterday, and the New England Revolution. Most underrated forward in the MLS, in my opinion. You think so? Absolutely. He did volley on a nice ball. That's 1 1 2 0. 1 2 0. 1 1 0. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to stick with that. But the, the, the Revs play the 3-5-2, or 3-5-ish-2. But what they do is they have, in the back, they have three defenders. Jay Heaps, Michael Parkhurst, and Avery John. And Parkhurst is definitely more of a stay-at-home. Um, Heaps ventures up strong, and Avery John not as much. But what they do with their 3-5-2 is they have two, two crushing sort of defensive-type midfielders, and Chowry Joseph and Jeff Laurentowitz, whose sole job it is, is to, win, is to win the ball. You know? So I'm wondering if you ever see a structure like that where you, you have three in the back, but um, so you have three defenders, but maybe you send those those um, left and right back forward more, but you keep those defensive midfielders back home a little bit more. So in a sense, they, they're like the other center backs. So it kind of, kind of becomes like Right. But David, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you have, so you have these three guys that stay at home. You have Jeff Laurentowitz and Shari Joseph with the center center defender, and then you have all these other guys playing on the It's amazing to have a formation. That's what it does. Well, I can put on a large piece of paper. I can't wait for a presentation from the plasma screen. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe it's hard to write and have the technology sparked up for this morning. Well, it depends. I mean, every formation. And, and for that one, you, you would have a big gap mm-hmm. on both flanks right down the middle. And, and you'd also have to have... Wait, I don't understand what you just said. Both <laughs> flanks right down the middle? Both I, I mean, that's what, uh, You'd have both flanks uh, in the middle of the field, meaning uh, not... <laughs> the formation's too narrow. It's, like, it's too narrow. When I, when I say... The middle channel, middle, you mean? I mean, like the central part of the field, like, say, from... The center where, circle. Yes. Okay. Okay, thank you. Use your words. I haven't done that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Eddie, we don't, and our listeners don't. That's the problem. But they might, because they, they know Tip Cup. Yeah, they probably have a better understanding of Tip Cup. I mean, I know my mom does. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what it is. It's soccer that we have the problem with. And the next thing we can come to Tip Cup. We'll do a serious in, in, we'll do an in, investigative analysis. Investigative analysis of Tip Cup. What is it? Who does it? I think, it? I think young people are Kevin. Why do they do it? Because it's beautiful, apparently. Let's take a quick break uh, and try and rearrange ourselves, try and get ourselves back into a formation. Ooh. Okay. You play sleeper, Nick. Kevin, you, I don't know where we want you. Um, Eddie, you're doing fine. Frank, 
you're miles ahead of us. Striking. Striking. Striking as always. If you're listening to Go the Soccer Show, for which I entirely apologize, uh, well, join us on the flip side, as the kids say. One second.
favorite, especially with Ronaldo, the way he dribbles. He dribbles with laces, you know, almost as Joe's point, he doesn't dribble on the inside of his feet. And so the entire time he can shoot at any second. Mm-hmm. And for Ronaldo especially, I would say, you know, just here's the basic tactics. You know soccer. Uh, press. Mm-hmm. You press. And, and, and you notice he, he would dribble at speed and attack, and then he would make, you know, a perfect pass. And, and, and that's about the his game that is a better sense of joining you. Yeah. And it comes down to just basically maturing and um, having a better, greater understanding of the, of the bigger picture. But playing like, you know, like when you're, when you're old in the school, the island is just head down, running, it's every man for himself kind of thing. He's seen the bigger picture. Hey, Tom, you're waiting for him. Thank <laughs> you. 
He's already talking about. He's really running. He's really. He's running the. 
you think he's actually commentating before he knows it's going to be a goal? He can, he can talk. I mean, the way he's coming, yeah, the way he's commentating, the way my goal build was exactly like my goal's goal, and he's, he's commentating as if it was a goal. And so he says, Burchard is still messy, and then, and then Messi scores. Okay, Messi scores. And the guy just keeps yelling, Ginio, 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 ta, 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 which you genius wonder boy, and he just yells goal. He says, I'm going to cry. Jesus, God, long live soccer. And then he says, Golazzo, which, uh, or the left, right? He's from Channel Falls, Copenhagen, football. Yeah, uh, my translated as effing awesome goal. Um, Messi, 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 I'm gonna cry, excuse me. Messi, an unforgettable move. In the play of all time, this is Benelete Cosmico, cosmic type. What planet did you come from to leave behind so many Getafenense? Men from Getafe. Lionel Andres Messi, gracias Dios por el fútbol por Messi. Thank the Lord for soccer for Messi, for these tears, for this Barcelona 2, Getafe 0. Wow. This is even more amazing than the play. Um, let's see, so she goes on to say, the second one is unintimidating, fun with hominins, a very clever something indeed. Um, <clears throat> uh, so she does more into the Spanish during the first one. I mean, not only Messi still got the ball, but rather even more messy and more still messy and more messy to come. The post-goal messy messy is more clever, plenty as messy messy. It's phonetically equal to messy mess, which means more and more. Oh, interesting. So if you repeat the name messy, it sounds like more and more. So it's, she's doing a, a play on words here. Um, which means more and more. Then he moves on to Pere Mult Messi, meaning literally for a long time and functionally many more, forever more, with a distinct congratulatory essence. So here's my translation. Um, oh, interesting. So this is, this is the Catalan translation. Okay? And, and he's tra- she's, um, wherever it says Messi, she translates it as more because they mean roughly the same thing. Um, oh, well, we really have to go. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> So it's uh, still more, still more, still more, still more, still more, more, still more, still more, go, 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 Incredible, incredible, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. I've never seen anything like it, I've never seen anything like it. Incredibly played, incredible play, and more and more, and even more, more and more, and more over, more and more, more and more and more and more and more, much more, much more and more and more and more, forever more. The point is that Spanish people like this.